0: Create an Unstoppable Life, episode 151. Create an Unstoppable Life is all about mindset for the high achiever, to help you build a life of fulfillment and freedom. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a mindset and marketing coach and a family medicine physician. It's an honor to spend time with you today. Welcome back. It is the middle of August already which means it is back to school time. (laughs) So if you're doing the back to school thing or going back to school yourself, congratulations. That means another year of learning and growing. And those are two cool things. Today, we are going to ask this question a whole bunch. Are you ready? (laughs) Sit down. (laughs) Don't keep paying attention to the road if you're driving. Do this at another time. The question is, what are you capable of? Yep. In a positive growth oriented way, of course. Do you wonder what are you capable of? I don't think most people do. It's not normal to sit back and ask the question like, what else is there? How much more am I capable of? Or even to consider the question, what would add greater levels of meaning and fulfillment to this life? That's the greater question, at least in my mind. And again, we're talking about a positive growth filled way. Here's why it's not normal. We're too busy and too tired and too overwhelmed and too focused on keeping up with others or being who we're supposed to be, being who others think that we should be, meeting all the standards and expectations. It's too much. That's normal. So essentially our normal keeps our minds so occupied we are trapped to keep doing and being the same. And it's reinforced those who are around us are also doing and being the same. So that's why we're not sitting back and asking, if you're not, what else am I capable of? And it's not a judgment. This isn't good or bad. It's a statement about what's common. We keep ourselves busy. We keep our mind occupied on the right now, the immediate, the urgencies. And this is really a question of stepping back and looking at a greater purpose, greater purpose of your life, greater meaning of your life greater fulfillment in your life, and looking at all that supports it, like how you use your time and what you're working towards. How are you answering that calling? How are you answering that purpose, that meaning? When I ask this, especially if it's somebody I don't know, the answer inevitably is I don't even know what I'm doing for dinner. I don't know if I'm going to make it in time to pick up the kids. So asking what else I'm capable of, not much. It's normal. It's normal also to look around and to think, I'm already doing so much. I'm ahead. I I have more than enough. Why do I want more? Why do I want to work harder? It's normal too. Normal is believing that if I want twice as much, I have to work twice as hard. I have to hustle twice as much. And there really are very few people that have that capability to work twice as hard, work twice as much, hustle twice as much. So of course nobody wants to be abnormal. Of course, that that step, taking that step towards extraordinary seems like too much. Normal's trying to sprint and running out of breath and getting exhausted and going, I can't do it, and not realizing that there are other options and other ways of thinking and other ways of doing. You can have enough and want more. You can be enough and want to grow. You can earn enough and want to grow a greater income without working twice as hard. Normal is simply a habit. It's a habit that keeps us busy and thinking in a narrow way, but you are not normal. You wouldn't be here if you were, you have no interest in being normal, not for the sake of rejecting it, but because you really have no interest in leading a life that you already know everything. You already know how to do everything. You already know what's available and you've reached your ceiling. You've reached your capacity. You don't have no interest in that because it's untrue. There's so much more to experience. So what are you really capable of? Are you curious? What else can you see with your own eyes? What can you touch with your own hands? What sounds can you hear with your own ears? What did you never expect to hear, never think you could hear? What can you share with others? Like what bonds can you create that are so strong you feel like your heart is anchored with theirs? What depth of your own human experience can you feel? You know, that feeling of being fully alive and fully open to what this world has to offer. Simply asking the question, what am I capable of? It's a start. It's not enough, though. And you can ask it in a variety of ways like this. What else? What more? What do I dream about? What is mine to own and to create? Who do I want to meet? This one came up at dinner last night. It's easy for me to answer. I want to meet Condoleezza Rice. If you know her, please introduce. (laughs) Her public presence is so filled with grace and brilliance and strength. I'd love to meet her in person. Okay. Back to our question. (laughs) Same question in a variety of ways. You can also stick with what am I capable of? So that's our focus today. We're talking about opening up, creating a path to learn more of what you're capable of. It's not a destination. It's a continued exploration. When you open up and explore, then there's more. You open up and explore, there's more. I was working in the hospital recently. I stopped to talk to one of my favorite people. She's made these really cool changes in her life, like intentional changes. She's walking, she's lost 20 pounds, she's drinking more water. And a few months ago I said, hey, let's do the 5K. It was the firecracker 5K on the 4th of July. You can walk, you can run, it doesn't matter. (laughs) The response, no, I can't run. No, I can't go that far. No, it's gonna be so hot. I love her. Notice the immediate objections, the reflexive no, followed by all the evidence on why it's not her and why it's a terrible idea. So she asked me, how did it go? How was the 5K? And I planted the seed again. This time I said, I look forward to the day that you sign up for a 5K and invite me. I'll be there. I'll jog with you. I'll walk with you. It doesn't matter. And we'll go whatever distance you want. So if it's a 5K, great. If it's farther, great. What? She said. I'm not a runner. Well, runners are walkers. I haven't tried to run since I was in school. So? I don't even know if I can. But aren't you curious? are you curious to know what your body is really capable of? Because it's only your mind that's saying, no, your body doesn't even know. It doesn't even know if it can. It doesn't know how it feels. It doesn't know if it's amazing. Aren't you curious? Here's how it ties into today and this conversation, this episode. Don't you want to know what you're really capable of to feel the magic in your body, feel your body come to life to do something that you had no idea to surprise yourself. Don't you want to know what it feels like to try to give it your all and see what happens to give it your all and to win. Don't you want to work hard and see where the limits are mentally and physically and then move them because they were artificially set so low. Don't you want that feeling of I had no idea this was possible and I did it and feel the pride of accomplishment, the pride of doing something for you, not for external glamour or glory, but for you to have that sense of ownership, that sense of I did it and that sense of what else is there? What's next? Don't you want to see that you've been lying to yourself for years saying you can't when all along you could and now you did? So here's my response to her. (laughs) I see you. I know that you can. You can borrow my belief. When I first started running again, I counted mailboxes. Okay, I'm going to run two mailboxes and then walk. Two more and walk. Three and then walk. And I just kept adjusting it. And you know where that got me? To a marathon. And it started asking, what else am I capable of? A triathlon, that's the next goal. I've never done it. I have stories about swimming, about me. I've been telling myself for decades and they're lies. So she says, Dr. George, I don't know. (laughs) You don't have to know, my friend. The answer is yes, when you send me the invitation. There's so much inside of you that's waiting to be expressed. And I look forward to you seeing it and feeling it and owning it your life will never be the same you'll be claiming your own power and you'll be you and you'll see that those were just lies they were well intentioned but you don't need to listen anymore that there's so much more inside of you and i can't wait for you to experience it she just looked at me <laughs> nicely kindly It's fun to talk about this today. And so many podcast episodes have led to this one. So we've talked about reflexive no and staying comfortable and managing discomfort and managing emotion. We've talked about writing a new story and the importance and the value of community to be planting these seeds and nurturing them so that we can all shine a light on others for others to help them see they have sold themselves on lies and they don't even realize it and they don't have to hold back any longer. So many of us don't ask what we're capable of because we've bought into believing that we're doing everything we're capable of, which sounds rather like a fixed mindset. There's no room for growth, it's impossible. It's like someone saying, everything you need is already inside of you. No, the foundation for what I need or who I can become is inside of me. The core values are there, the courage is there, the tenacity is there, the ability to get back up, and I have gotten back up thousands of times is there. But really up-leveling life, up-leveling how I work, where I work, what I do for work, it really requires both learning and unlearning, mindset and strategy. Nobody tells a medical student they have everything they need to be a doctor, they don't. They have the foundation, But they need more knowledge and they need skills and context, oversight to ensure safety for others. They need nudging, sometimes hard nudging. Like, no, (laughs) it's like this, that kind of nudging, kind nudging, we'll call it (laughs) nudging to put it all together. So back to the original question, what else are you capable of? If you have an advanced degree, you can easily imagine another degree and say, okay, I'm capable of that. I played with the idea of law school a few years ago. I have a GI Bill, it smiles at me. It says, hey, you could use this. So I can imagine a PhD or a master's degree or a JD. I have the benefit of going through medical school so another degree isn't really a big stretch. But what about using my degree differently? What about instead of working with 20 patients, that's the number I rounded on recently, What about instead of working with 20 patients, the number that I was rounding on every day on my last set of shifts, what if I'm impacting 10 times as many in a day or a hundred times as many in a day? Am I capable of that? I don't have to know how to do it because if I did know how to do it, I'd be doing it. The question is merely, am I capable of doing it? And here's the answer, not as I currently am. Here's why. 20 patients is a lot to take care of. I'm thinking about how to manage each one's care. They're hospitalized. I'm looking at what's been missed. I'm communicating with the specialist, communicating with family. I'm thinking about, are they progressing? What's the discharge plan look like? How close or far away are we? And that's the bandwidth I have. And I go home exhausted. So thinking about contributing at a higher level and impacting more people is not something I know how to do. And it seems like a lot of work. So, of course, I don't sit back and wonder what I'm capable of as a physician on the days that I'm working in the hospital. I might get there. (laughs) If I did get there while I'm working as a hospitalist, it's because I'm frustrated and depleted and just asking the question out of desperation, which is an entirely different energy. So instead of excitement, what am I capable of? It's seeking relief. What am I capable of? How do I get out of here? That's a different question. So going back to our original question and back to all the positive energy, what else am I capable of? Let's start with the barriers, the barriers to asking the question. Here's the excuses that I use and turns out others use it too. Maybe you, (laughs) big smile. I don't know how to do it. I can only feel comfortable if I know how to do it or I feel pressure. If I think about it and I say that I'm capable, now I'm pressured to do it. I don't want others to criticize me. I don't want to outgrow others like people that I like or people that help me get here. I don't want to leave them. Or believing that I already live a high quality life, like an eight or nine out of 10 on the quality scale. Why would I try for more when I have it so good? Here's another one. Believing that this is really as good as it gets. I have it so much better than others. I can't ask for or expect more. That's too greedy. But don't you want to know? Like, don't you want to answer the question? What else? What more? What am I capable of? If you can do that thing that few other people do, that's pretty cool. Or do something that no one else has been able to do. Or create something that doesn't exist. Or do something that in turn will provide hope and a seed of inspiration for others like to help them break free from the lies that they have been telling themselves for years. That was the most beautiful thing at the ACE conference, watching women free themselves, allow themselves to be real and be seen for what they are and what they aren't, to set down who they were supposed to be, who they know how to be, put on their face, and to face the potential for rejection and be pleasantly surprised when they weren't rejected when they actually saw the heart and shared the heart of others around them, that was awesome, that was fulfilling, that was purpose and meaning. And then to be thanked, like that, it's just incredible to me. It was incredible to watch it and it was incredible to be thanked for it. So I for sure wanna know what else I'm capable of. I wanna see this at a 10X level, meaning 10 times as many, a hundred times as many, 10 times the impact for the individual, a hundred times the impact for the individual. I want to see what's possible to see lives so deeply changed because people maybe for the first time in their lives, they experienced a place where they belonged. They truly belonged. And a 10 times experience, oh my goodness. Think about that magic, that power, that strength that's going to go back into an individual's community to keep creating it, to offering it to others. I think that's how we solve some of the crises that are in our culture now, that our culture is experiencing now. We offer experiences that deeply change individuals so that when they go back to their communities, they don't look at them the same. They don't approach problems from a reactive mode, but rather let's get to the heart of really what's going on and let's truly bring people together. And let's do it in a sustainable way that we're not putting a Band-Aid on an abscess, but rather we're opening it up and we're cleaning it out and we're packing it so that it heals from the inside to the outside on many problems that surround all of us. I heard Brooke Castillo talk on a podcast about the scale, the quality scale of a life. And she offered that most people when asked, what is the quality of your life? They rate it as a seven or eight out of 10. So super good. She offered, what if you thought of your current life as a two out of 10 rather than an eight out of 10? And a two doesn't represent that you're in pain. You can have an amazing life and call it a two out of 10. It's not negative. It's simply a reflection of just getting started. So if you're a 2 out of 10 and your life's amazing, what does a 3 out of 10 look like? What does a 5 out of 10 look like? What does an 8 out of 10 look like on this new scale? It means that there's so much available that you haven't even explored. Opportunity, experiences, people. This is a whole new way of thinking. Rather than being satisfied and at the end of a journey... Because eight out of 10, that's pretty amazing. Why would you work harder? It's opening up to a brand new journey. When I'm running and I'm on the edge of discomfort, (laughs) I've started thinking that this isn't like an eight out of 10 or a nine out of 10, the discomfort. This is like a two out of 10. There's so much more available and possible. This isn't a big deal. (laughs) Keep going. It doesn't mean that I have to push harder in the moment. It doesn't mean that the experience isn't real. It just represents that this is the beginning of a new level of running. Just getting started. When I'm in the hospital and the challenges are piling up, like five families are waiting to be seen or spoken to, I've gotten seven pages in the past 15 minutes, there's a code green overhead. Oh, I tell myself, this is just a two out of 10. I've not maxed my capability at all. It doesn't mean I like it or I want it. it's simply like okay this is just where it's at there's no need to react there's no stress it's all gonna work out i've always gotten home so what can you take away from this episode if your life is two out of ten and amazing what does it look like for a three or a five or a ten what do you dream about what do you want to experience what do you want to share with others What do you want to help others experience and see inside of themselves? It takes belief that you haven't even scratched the surface of what you're capable of. And isn't that beautiful? There's so much you're unaware of, like you didn't even know was possible for you or possible in general. I think it's the most beautiful thing ever because it means that this space around you is so vast that you get to explore it and uncover more and dig deeper and create more connection, beautiful connection, deeper connection internally and externally. And that is a life of fulfillment. That's a life of freedom. That's a life of meaning. That's a life of purpose, which very much is an unstoppable life. I'm sending you big smiles, so much love. You are capable of so much. You have no idea. You can borrow my belief and you never need to give it back. By the way, there's some magical things happening in my world. (laughs) The Women Warrior Healers, that's our group for women physicians and dentists who are either on active duty in the U.S. military or are a veteran of one of the branches of the U.S. military. There's the Marketing, Messaging, and Mindset Program for Physicians. There are collaborations going on with authentic and heart-centered souls. To stay up to date with everything happening, make sure you're on my email subscriber list, georgemdcoaching.com. Just scroll down to the bottom of the page, sign up, and I'll talk with you through your email weekly. Pretty simple. I'm sending you so much love and appreciation. This stuff isn't easy. That's why most people aren't doing it. And we are not most people. We are on a pursuit for greater depth, greater fulfillment, greater freedom for ourselves. And it turns out it extends greatly to others. I'll see you next time. Ciao. Create clarity and simplicity with all of your marketing. So that the people you serve know how you can help them. As a StoryBrand certified guide, I help physicians create this to launch or grow any type of business. Sign up for a consult call with me at georgemdcoaching.com.